This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's time. It's time to hit the ice, Penguin fans. Chris Mack had you covered with all the news and notes surrounding, surrounding your Penguin. Only on 5th Avenue Faceoff. And welcome in. It's another edition of 5th Avenue Faceoff, Odyssey Pittsburgh's Penguins podcast. Uh, and boy, where do we start? First, let's start with this. If you have not yet subscribed to Fifth Avenue Faceoff, do so, regardless of how you get your podcast, whether you do it through Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, however you do it, subscribe, leave a rating and a review. Let me know how it's going, at least in your opinion, preferably five stars, because it's that good, even if the team has not been. And uh, if you get it inside your Odyssey app, which is hopefully the place you get it, A-U-D-A-C-Y, uh, download your Odyssey app if you haven't already. Just click the little follow button up there in the top right-hand corner, and you'll get new episodes as soon as they are available inside your Odyssey app. I'm Chris Mack of the Fan Morning Show, Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan in Pittsburgh. And, man, this was bad. If ever there were an inopportune moment for the Penguins to absolutely melt down to implode it would be this second of the back-to-back games in new york at madison square garden not back-to-back nights but back-to-back games a little scheduling uh maybe not snafu but abnormality the pens play the rangers twice in three days in new york to wrap up their four game season series after beating the rangers at ppg paints arena way back in december in regulation, they beat him in overtime earlier this week, actually last weekend. Uh, and it looked like, hey, maybe there'll be some nice back and forth here. The Penguins were starting to figure some things out, right? At least it felt like post-trade deadline, even if they'd had to deal with injuries to Nick Benino and Dmitry Kulikov, you know, M- Mikhail Granlin wasn't as awful as maybe you thought he might be. Still not great by any means, but it felt like maybe they were f- figuring some things out, right? Um aside from games against the Islanders, which seemed to be their Achilles heel, uh, and that ugly come-from-ahead loss to Montreal. They they thumped the Flyers, right? Okay, I think what we're learning here about this team throughout the implosion against the Rangers is that they quite simply, outside of what, games against Tampa maybe, they simply play to the level of their competition. I mean – I could just sit here and scroll back through the schedule. Um, And if you're looking at me right now, watching the show on YouTube, you're going to notice my head swing back and forth like this is a tennis match because I'm just referencing the schedule here on my laptop. And we'll go backwards. We'll work backwards through their schedule, right? And look at the recent results. And we'll we'll write them down. This is going to be like a nice little exercise, right? And we'll just track how things have gone, all right? Rangers, that's a playoff team, right? That's a loss. 
Rangers before that on Thursday, playoff team, loss. Uh, Canadians before that, non-playoff team, but a loss nonetheless. Uh, Rangers before that, they had won in overtime. Okay, so there you go. Two points against the playoff team. Flyers before that, a win, but a non-playoff team. They lost to the Islanders, a playoff team. Came back, huge comeback against the Blue Jackets. That was fun, right? And won in overtime after going down for nothing. Uh, but that's a win, but again, against the worst team in the league. Before that, it was the Florida Panthers, uh, and they lost to them. Florida technically not a playoff team, but they're nipping at the Penguins' heels right now. Again, stick with me throughout this exercise as we're back all the way to the beginning of March now when they beat Tampa in an overtime game. Okay, there's there's a win against the playoff team, right? Okay, let's go back to February because I want to get like a, a full month. Let's go back to the All-Star break. How about that, okay? And we'll see if we can get a bead on something as we're seeing a trend here, right? Okay, they beat Nashville on the road right before the deadline. Uh, that's a win against a non-playoff team. They'd beaten Tampa, so another win against the playoff team. But really, I'm going to just asterisk that game and the other one against Tampa because for some reason, the Lightning can't figure out the Penguins. They beat St. Louis on the road in overtime. That's a win against the playoff team. But here's where things really get interesting and you start to see this pattern developing. The ugly loss to Edmonton at home. That's a playoff team. The loss to the Islanders before that. A playoff team. The loss to the Devils before that. A playoff team. The loss to the Islanders the night before that out on Long Island. A playoff team. A win against the Sharks out West. But, oh, yeah, Sharks are bad. What Worst team in the Western Conference, right? Uh, an ugly loss to the Kings. The Kings, guess what? At that point in time, and still... A playoff team tied for the Pacific Division lead. So there we go. It's another loss to a playoff team. You see where we're going with this exercise? A win over Anaheim the night before that. Non-playoff team. Before that, they had the pretty overtime win against Colorado coming out of the All-Star break, right? That, that felt like, okay, even though the game itself wasn't pretty, you get the outcome that you're looking for against a playoff team, right? Okay, win against Colorado. So if we go back to just the all-star break against non-playoff teams, the Penguins are, let's see, two, four, six, and two against, that was against non-playoff teams. Against playoff teams, they are one, two, three, four, and are you ready for this? Eight, four and eight against playoff teams. Going back to the all-star break, six and two against non-playoff teams. Should we continue this exercise any further back into the month of January? You know what? Just for shats and giggles, let's do it, okay? Let's go back to a win over, San, or excuse me, the loss to San Jose right before the break. Okay, that's a loss to a non-playoff team. Uh, a loss to the Caps, another loss to a non-playoff team. This is, again, before the break. A win over the Panthers, another non-playoff team technically still. And then you get New Jersey, an overtime loss to them. You get a, a split with Ottawa. Mm, okay, non-playoff team. A win over the Ducks. That's another win over a non-playoff team as we roll back through January now. A loss to Carolina. A loss uh, to Winnipeg, another playoff team, right? Winnipeg's still in playoff positioning, I believe. Uh, yep, they're the second wild card out West right now. So, again, the pattern continues. In their last... 15 games against playoff teams. The Penguins are 4-11. and 11. You go back the same number of games against non-playoff teams, 
and you get what, like nine and five or so. Let me just double check because they had one against Vancouver. Okay, 10 and five against non-playoff teams. So there we go. We've gone back 30 games now. Is that right? That adds up. 30 games. They're not beating good teams. This is the takeaway after going through that whole exercise. And this is what we learned from Rangers Week. Hashtag Rangers Week. They're not beating good teams. Again, 4-11 and 11 in their last 15 against playoff teams. They're beating teams that are worse than them. Okay, 10-5 and five in their last 15 against non-playoff teams. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What does this mean? It means they are so damn mediocre that they can't even break out of a rut in either direction. It's why they are right there smack dab in the middle. And if you're a Pittsburgh Penguins fan, there's a good chance you're also a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. If you're listening to this podcast or watching it on YouTube, thank you again for doing that. Subscribe while you're there. Hit the like button. Hit the notification button. You'll get new episodes as soon as they're ready on YouTube as well. You can see my beautiful face while I rant and rave like a lunatic. Um, What we've learned is if you're a Pittsburgh Penguins fan, you're also likely a Steelers fan. And if you listen to this podcast, you also probably listen to 93.7 The Fan a good bit. If not... Let me catch you up to speed on something we've talked about a lot on the Fan Morning Show and 93.7 The Fan. And that is mediocre is no way to be. You're either great or you're rebuilding to get back to greatness. Uh, Nobody wants to be mediocre, including in the NHL. Because what's that get you? That gets you in the NFL. I mentioned if you're a Pens fan, you're probably a Steelers fan. Um, That gets you, what, a wild card spot? And you lose in the first round in that wild card round. Now in the NHL, where we've got wild cards as well, the same thing will happen. You'll get a wild card spot. Maybe you'll win a round if you get lucky, right? If your goaltender gets hot, that's not happening anytime soon for the Penguins, right? Um, But maybe you'll steal a round. But more than likely, you won't. You'll be a wild card. You'll get bounced in the first round, and that'll be that. For a lot of organizations in any major professional sports league, you know, the... Winnipeg Jets of the world, the Arizona Coyotes of the world, um, the, say, Jacksonville Jaguars of the world, if we want to draw another NFL comparison. Just getting there is okay. It's all right. Yeah. But when your standard is five Stanley Cup championships and six trips to the Cup final in the last 32 years, well, you expect more. You expect more. You expect, now on average, let's do some more math here. That average is out to a trip to the cup final every five years or so. At the very least, the Penguins, over the course of the last 30 years, have given us at least a trip to the conference finals that often. At least. And more often than not, it has included a trip to the Stanley Cup final as well. I mean, we can think back to 96, 2001, And what else am I forgetting? There's another trip to the conference finals in there. Oh, against Boston um, when they were swept out. 
So there's a few more trips to the conference finals in the mix there as well. Point being, we expect success. We expect to be, when we look up around Memorial Day, we should feel like the season has either just come to an end or is just about ending, whether it ends in a parade or not. That's the standard around here. Other than a few years between the Lemieux-Yager era ending and the Crosby-Malkin era beginning, and you had the weird lap over there for a time. Anyway, point being, other than the X-generation years of Rico Fada and Ramsey Abid, uh, Dick Tarnstrom, the expectations for this organization are get deep into the playoffs. But when you're mediocre, that's not an expectation. And that's what this team has become. Because despite the greatness of Sidney Crosby, of Genny Malkin, and Chris Letang, guys who are playing like they are 25 and 26 still, despite the fact that they are 35 and 36, despite the greatness of those guys, the other half of the roster, or the other two-thirds of the roster in some cases, if we don't lump in the Gensels and Raquels and Zuckers of the world who've had good seasons, great seasons in Zucker's and Raquel's case. Um, The rest of the roster, it's so bad, it drags the greatness down. And the greatness is only so great anymore that you can only drag the dregs of the roster so far along, which is how you end up, bang, dead square in the middle. And that's what the Pittsburgh Penguins are. They are in the middle. They are mediocre. Mediocre. Mediocre meaty makes me hungry makes me hungry for some decent hockey and we're not getting any so this is where you go when you mismanage a roster for multiple off seasons in a row uh we could go all the way back to the expansion draft right you see the weapons that are in place for the kraken out there in seattle mccann tanov those are guys that have them in position to be a wild card team right now At times, they were really hot earlier this year, and they were even better than that. But the Kraken are in position to go to the playoffs because they've got guys who can do it up and down the lineup. Middle six guys like McCann and Tanev, and McCann has been even more for them. Uh, And Ron Hextall frittered those pieces away, right? And here we are, a little over two years, about two and a half years now, since Ron Hextall took over, and that will be the calling card of his regime to this point. Not McCann and Tanev so much, but just poor decisions. I mean, look at the moves that he has made and tell me which ones have worked out to this point. Card Raquel, bringing back Malkin and Latang this year, uh, worked out in so much as they've been productive, but because of all the other moves around the big three, it hasn't worked out. So, Here we are, a Rangers week implosion because the Penguins are simply mediocre. They are not as good as the Rangers and the Hurricanes and the Devils and the Maple Leafs and the Lightning, even though they've beaten them multiple times this year. Certainly not as good as the Bruins. I would argue not as good as the Islanders either, especially when playoff-style hockey is being played. And just not good enough to get very far once these playoffs start, which means what do we bring back the big three for, if not for another cup run, just to limp into the playoffs, despite their absolute best efforts at the ages they are at. (sighs) So that's where we are. Uh, A few questions 
to be answered. I threw it out on Twitter and uh, got a couple via email as well. Uh, a mailbag of sorts this week on Fifth Avenue Faceoff or today on Fifth Avenue Faceoff as we do multiple episodes every week. And uh, we get you ready for a game against the Ottawa Senators on Monday. And then after that, we'll get into this later. It's not going to get any easier. Uh, Stars and Avalanche on the road, back-to-back. That sits off on the horizon as well. But some decent questions that I wanted to answer because they start to take us down the path. Well, it's the path beyond just the next four to six weeks or whatever may remain of the Penguins' season this spring. It's about what lays off in the distance. All of these questions, and it tells me a lot about you guys as fans and listeners of this podcast, you're starting to already turn the page to next year. I'm right there with you. You just heard me rant for the better part of 15 minutes about how this team is mediocre and isn't going anywhere this year. So questions about next year, in particular starting with this offseason. Those coming up inside the mailbag, the Q&A, as it were. And we will start to take a look ahead to the rest of this week and beyond with just a few weeks remaining in the regular season and the playoffs also out on the horizon as well. That's coming up on Fifth Avenue Faceoff.